Welcome to the Keos Podcast, a series dedicated to bringing you the best claims and legal insight. The ability to keep track of new and existing claims trends in a sector which constantly moves at a fast pace has always been a challenge for retailers. In our Taking Stock series, we will take a closer look at the future of retail claims, focusing on what we consider to be the key risk areas, providing mitigation strategies in relation to each, and giving retailers a solid base at a time when the claims landscape seems to be in a constant state of flux. In this episode, and with those words state of flux and fast pace in mind, we'll discuss not only whether the risks identified in our Taking Stock Guide published in December still hold good, but also highlight some of the key risks which we think merit a closer look now. Hi, I'm Corrie Hansen and welcome to our podcast. I'm Retail Practice Lead here at Keos, experienced in shaping service for, as well as advising and managing clients in the retail sector. I've had the absolute pleasure of working with a variety of the UK's top retailers for many years who strive to challenge themselves and norms daily. The need for such resilience and agility is no more apparent than in the past year with the COVID-19 pandemic which has impacted our way of life, the economy, and so too the retail sector more quickly and profoundly than any other event in recent history. Like many, I'm one of those people who takes the approach of a new year to look back on the previous year and to start to think about what's coming down the line. That's exactly what I did in December when thinking about the future of claims as I've just said, in a sector having to accelerate its transformation as a result of COVID-19. And to do so, who better to rope in than my colleague Hayley Riak, technical lead here at Keos, who joins me today, shares my passion for retail, and not just the shoe and handbag kind, and is our eyes and ears when it comes to all things retail claims. Retail like many other sectors of the economy, has been really hard hit by COVID-19. On the back of regular dialogue with clients, insurers and brokers, tons of webinars, podcasts and articles, and also using our own rich data set, we've been able to compare how claims histories were developing up to 2020 versus what we actually started to see in 2020 and so what that could mean for claims. And with a significant client base of essential retailers who remained open throughout 2020, we've been really well placed to glean what issues retailers are facing and what may what they may become based not only on claims experience, but also on the back of incidents and complaints. Completely. And it was with the benefit of all of that insight that we released our Taking Stock Future Claims Guide. Not thinking that we were going to find ourselves in another national lockdown. But lo and behold, on working day one of 2021, that's exactly where we found ourselves. Begging the question, does another lockdown materially change our view as to the retail claims risks on the horizon in the coming year? What do you think, Hales? It's a really good question. 
and one that I've been thinking about a lot. Ultimately, I think the risks that we highlighted are still as relevant today. When we were having a chat about what 2021 may look like for retailers from a claims point of view, we were acutely aware that the risks would ebb and flow through the year. And what January showed me so far is that that's entirely true and that this year is going to be very similar to last year with other influencing factors at play, like the constantly changing government guidance. Okay, so if I'm following that thread properly, by way of other factors, do you mean things such as the government announcing that it would be for retailers to look to enforce mask wearing in stores? Because to my mind, that's given a real prominence in the start of 2021 to assault claims, which are a perfect example of a claims trend risk arising out of COVID-19. Exactly that, yes. You know, we've had nine months where it wasn't a retailer's responsibility to enforce. And then all of a sudden, that's been spun on its head and the news has become full of retail employees sharing their customer experiences, many of which have been negative. And for me, that is giving claimant solicitors ammunition to really target retail assault claims. Yeah, you know, I totally hear you on that. Whilst assault claims on retail staff have been a focus for retailers and the government over the last few years, this has definitely been heightened by COVID-19. I've got to say, whilst neither stat is particularly attractive, and I don't know if you've seen them, but Usdor have reported that on average, retail staff were being verbally abused, threatened or assaulted every week during the pandemic, compared with once a fortnight in 2019. I have seen them and they really are shocking stats. But whilst we've seen the odd assault claim across our retail client base, there hasn't been a significant increase in or shift to those types of claims in the past few years. But for me, it really is starting to feel like this could change, particularly with the current press interest and the Home Affairs Select Committee inquiry. And I'm actually mid-draft of an article focused on assaults in retail claims aimed at what retailers can do to best protect their staff and ultimately manage this claims trend. I'm sure that really will be of interest to many of our listeners. And and it also ties in actually really well with the emerging claims trend. We're seeing other Quality Act claims against retailers for things like people saying that they've been discriminated against because they've been asked to wear a mask. Yeah, the two seem to come hand in hand. And there certainly has been a flurry of discrimination complaints and claims coming in since Christmas. I suppose, really, Hayley, it goes back to what you said before about claims risks ebbing and flowing. This year has already shown that risks are going to have to have a different prominence at different times. So we'll be shining the spotlight on them via our podcasts and articles. The key being that we are flexible in responding to those risks as they present or as they become more relevant. Yeah, you know, it goes without saying, retailers have had to remain agile, and so will we. As some of the risks in our guides gain more traction, then we'll naturally focus on them to support what can be done to reduce the impact or potentially avoid it altogether. And likewise, with any other risks that may unexpectedly emerge throughout the year. And that's why we've developed a pipeline of risks that we're going to focus on. Yeah, agreed. And for me, I think one of the first risk areas of focus has to be the hardening insurance market, which is relevant to all retailers who have insurance renewal coming up this year, 
or even next. When we were talking about this, which we did a lot last year and towards the end of last year, it felt like 2020 was unprecedented and the perfect insurance market storm. We were hearing from clients, insurers and brokers about insurance premium hikes and reduced capacity, obviously most significantly in the likes of DNO, but also in general EL and PL. And insurance renewal was attracting real board level interest, including questions from CEOs, which is never a great thing, as to whether taking on more risk and so higher self-insured retentions was perhaps the way forward. It's a real concern what you're saying there, Kari. And I'm sure that going into renewal right now for any retailer will be challenging, particularly in view of the uncertainties around the true impact of COVID-19 on claims. But I really do think that the retail sector can be thankful for the fact that in our experience, there's been an awful lot of hard work in recent years on risk management and with great success, meaning that less significant hikes will be in place for those retailers who can demonstrate that they're a good risk and have control over their claims portfolio. Couldn't agree more. I've already spoken to our client services manager, John Mackay, about doing an episode in this podcast series to discuss the pitfalls of the current insurance market as well as mitigation tactics. So we've covered assault claims and the hard insurance market there, Hayley. But what other claims risks do you think we need to be looking at right now? Well, where to start? There's no doubt that it's a completely different world out there for retailers. So evolving consuming behaviours is a key one for me. We mentioned transformation earlier, and there is no sector that is more forward thinking and transformative than retail. But even retailers have had to accelerate that change as a result of COVID-19. And that inevitably impacts their business models and sounds in claims as well. Absolutely. And I suppose one of the best examples of that actually is online shopping. COVID-19, to my mind, has kind of reinforced a shift to online that was already happening. A little bit like a catalyst to accelerate the pace of that change. You actually flagged the 2019 Retail Economics Report to me only last week, where they stated there that they expected online shopping to account for 53% of retail sales by 2029. Stats actually show that online sales soared by over 50% in 2020 versus 2019, which means that retailers are now so much closer to 2029 than we ever thought they would be. COVID-19 has inevitably meant less footfall in stores and the shift to online for me will have lasting effects, not least with more home deliveries, click and collect for example, and further pressure on warehouse and backup areas. And for me, that's the real issue here. This fast track change in buying habits inevitably shifts the claims risk. Let's not forget that on top of online sales, consumer mobility also seems to be favouring different store formats and shop local. It's something that you and I have talked about quite a lot as retailers are now in effect operating under completely different business models or being compelled to do so to remain relevant and meet customer expectation. From a claims point of view, does it mean that past claims histories are actually informative of the future 
or are we actually starting all over again? I actually think that's a really great point and it's definitely one for further focus because of that overarching impact on claims histories. We specifically talked about volatility in claims volumes balanced against the shift in risk in our future claims guide. And that of itself is a concern, isn't it? If we just look at it in the context of online shopping and the added risk, the holding masses of customer and employee data presents for retailers, particularly given the recent growth in data breach claims. Yeah, and if you look at the increase in home deliveries that you mentioned as well, that's resulted in our retail clients operating fleets seeing exponential growth in their claims over the past six months alone. And in some cases, it's been to 130% of pre-COVID levels. And I suppose, whilst we're talking about consumers, um, let's not forget, how could we, um, that for some time now, we've been seeing an increase in unrepresented claims being brought against retailers. And with them comes increased risk to brand and reputation. Totally. And, you know, there's no doubt that any high profile brand is a clear target for unrepresented claimants. And this is only likely to get worse following the increase to the small claims limit, which is now set to happen in May 2021. Poorly managed, they can be extremely expensive, both financially and to brand. And interestingly, half of the indirect COVID-19 claims that we've received to date have been unrepresented. It is interesting, actually, because I think it's fair to say it's really tough to get that balance right between protecting brands and claims. And we've seen more and more involvement with stakeholders in the wider business, such as CEOs and in-house legal, particularly over the last 12 months. Such is the importance of these claims. They are so important. And just talking on 12 months, I don't think we've got a definite focus area as we move into the second half of the year, which has surely got to be the impact of the economic climate, which is already hitting some retailers hard. Yeah, you know, really sadly, we're already seeing some casualties in the likes of Debenhams and Arcadia. And stats show that there were over 180,000 lost jobs on the high street in 2020 alone and more being predicted for 2021. From a claims perspective, we know any economic downturn drives claims volumes and a transient workforce inevitably creates its own risks when dealing with claims. There really is so much to think about, Kari. We identified 15 claims risks for retailers in our guide. Not one of them was reducing in risk and it actually feels like the risks are even more heightened now that we're in 2021. Yeah, I agree. It does. So that leaves us with much to think about and a lot to talk about. So over the coming months, our Taking Stock series will delve a little deeper into some of those risks, providing in-depth defensibility tactics and trends, ensuring you are best placed to handle the challenging conditions ahead. We'd love to hear what specific risks you would like to know more about. We've dropped a link to the guide and our email addresses in the supporting email. Please feel free to send us an email and share this episode with anyone you think may find it useful. Many thanks for listening and take care.